control we have landed on the planet It's been a long time, we should've never left us granted But we standing on the front line, prime for the sequel Part 2 will rock you, the voice of the people We had to take it back, shake it up and rearrange it The industry's evolving, now we rolling with the changes Black, Bobby, Mac, Josh, Brian, and Mary About to take over the planet, make some noise if you hear me Yeah. The planet is back. Yeah. The planet is back. Oh. Alright. The planet is back. Yep. The planet is back. The planet is back. Hmm. The planet is back. Come on down. Alright. Welcome to the Planet Platypus Podcast. Broadcasting live and direct right here at Planet Platypus Studios ranks number one podcast with the word platypus in the title. <laughs> I was true. wondering where you're gonna go with that. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's your boy, Jiggy Jiggy Josh Fiore, aka Jay Fuego, Spitfire King. Nice. With I'll- me at always is uh Mr. Platypus. Welcome home. And a very uh, svelte Bobby Mac. Did you yeah, lose Bobby weight Mac. this week? Uh, I did. I lost a pound and a half. <laughs> Good job, man. <laughs> well, I've noticed because I've been listening back to the shows. We, we've been... Do I sound thinner? You always sound thinner, especially on the phone for some reason. Maybe it's your cell phone, but... Um, the last three or four shows, all we, we've been opening up the same way, talking about Josh being so skinny. Yeah. So I figured, fuck it. We'll, go, we'll start with Bobby being That's so skinny. Right. Yeah, you, like, you might have dropped a couple pounds. Dude, I feel like a fucking whale. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I, I just got back from Chicago a couple hours ago, and uh, I spent the weekend there uh, visiting my mom, uh, doing some family stuff, and I took my family out to dinner, and we had a really, really nice time. And we took a family group picture at the end, and then my sisters and I were taking pictures. And you know, I got the new iPhone, so I'm really having some fun with with, with the the pictures. Are great, yeah, great photos, great, great, almost too great because I'm looking at myself. You know how you blow up the picture with your fingers? You zoom it in. I zoom in and I look at myself, and I'm like, oh my god, am I really that fucking? It was like an aha moment. You know what I mean? It's unforgivingly sharp. Yeah. The image. and I'm, I'm in Chicago eating like a pig, you know, like pizza, hot dogs, you know, all the bells and whistles and everything. And then, you know, so then I went and had lunch the next day with my sister. And uh, I'm like, man, I feel so fat. I, I'm like, I got I to gotta start making better choices. And I'm next in line. They're like, next. I'm like, I'll take a breaded steak with French fries, <laughs> uh, extra mozzarella good. cheese. Yeah, that sounds good. It was amazing. Yeah, Chicago's not amazing. known as the health food capital oh, of the world either. It's so, and you know what like bugs me? Um, and maybe this is just because I've been displaced from it for so long, is that as I'm driving around, there's all these amazing mom and pop restaurants. You could get the best beef sandwich in the world. Oh, yeah. You, you know, there's pizza joints on every freaking corner. But... Then you see like lines of people outside of Wendy's, Burger King, Taco Bell. Yeah. I'm like, like, what are you thinking? How? Like, I understand it here because we have no like options of that. It's all unhealthy. Don't get me wrong. No matter what, it's all, but, but. On the unhealthy scale, right? If you're gonna Chicago's go, got it down. You yeah, know? if you're gonna go unhealthy, you gotta you, you have access to they got all white, this. White castles. I mean, there's all these different like amazing like 
different things and then these chains are like still dominating and it's like we, how we had that here but it's all the, the little latin spots yeah you get the authentic That's latin true. food here right 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 i mean uh, but to answer your question Pat, it's the 99 cent double cheeseburger yeah i mean it's the value that's why you get the line out the door over there i guess you know but in compared to prices here uh you know lunch for my sister and i was under 20 bucks and it was like we had a freaking feast so it wasn't like it's that much more expensive than the chains, but I, yeah, I, yeah. I see what you're saying though. Yeah, but yeah. I had a, a, the same eye-opening moment uh, when you looked at that photo when we were in Vegas, and mm-hmm. I saw some of the footage <laughs> of the interviews that we were filming, and you know, Daniel pops up the laptop to show me some stuff, and it's all like filmed in super high def and yeah. shit and 4K, whatever. And uh, and same thing, I was like, holy shit, man, I look like unhealthy yeah you know so like i I decided when i was in vegas i was gonna you know just go hard in vegas and that was gonna be the last time i was gonna eat shit and now when i take a selfie i cannot not see my chin well actually i can't see my chin that's probably (laughs) the biggest problem but it's just all like i feel like job of the fucking hut I really do. You got to get creative with them photo angles I like just, Josh's Tinder dates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That's so true, but uh, man. So why like, don't we instate a planet platypus uh, fitness challenge? <laughs> <laughs> I've tried Because this, this way we're going to be checking in every week, and so you're kind of accountable. You put a scale right there. Yeah. Step on. You know, they're doing something at Tootsie's uh, with a couple of the bigger guys, Hal and, and I, I'm not going to name names, but I'll name Hal's name because he won't care. They, <laughs> they all put $1,000 up of their own money. Oh, my God. Wow. To have a fitness challenge to see who can lose the most um, body fat. Wow. You know, because everybody's different heights and weights to start. So you got to almost go body fat. You can't just go weight loss. But they have a formula they're doing it. But there's three of them, and the winner is going to get two grand. That's a good incentive, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, money's on the line, man. Yeah, that that'll motivate you. That's you, want, some, you want to put ten G's up? Not, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, Platt needs something real to keep him motivated. Yeah, I need, Otherwise, yeah. I need a fucking car or something, you know. Like, yeah, it, it's not so much the, it's not the motivation as much as it. I don't want to do something gimmicky for the sake of the show, because if I fail, it's funny. If I do great, it's great. But yeah. I I want to do it. For the right reasons, right. to be healthy. To be healthy. That's that's the main thing. Yeah. yeah. So you're my lab rat right now. I've been watching you for the yeah. last month. But it looks good, you know. I don't think Josh is as jolly as he was when he was fatter, though. Right. You do yeah, actually kind of. Jolly people are are happy. Jovial. <laughs> is jo- that what it is? Jovial, yes. <laughs> the jowls make you jovial. The jo- jovial. Yeah, I'm getting jolly over here, man. I really not jolly, jowly. Jowly. Yeah. Have pretty. a howling jowly Christmas. <laughs> so, oh, it's out of control. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Speaking of out of control, let me tell you a real quick story about um, my flight back. This oh, has never happened to me. So uh, flying Southwest, I had a late night flight out of Chicago. Got here, I don't know, like almost one, two in the morning, and um, so we're in the mid, we're in Midway Airport, and um, right before. We start boarding. There's this big announcement made. Now, mind you, the airport's pretty much empty. We're like the last flight out, you know. And um, they're like, attention, Southwest passengers going to Chicago. Um, We have to physically board the plane as fast as humanly possible. Um, We have to leave earlier than your designated time because there is a, a smoke test 
at Fort Lauderdale Airport. And I'm like, what the fuck is a smoke test? I don't know, but I, I thought you would sign up for something like that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I passed that test. Flying colors. Which I actually threw that on Facebook, and that was my circle of friends' response. Yeah. Was, you know, <laughs> yeah. Dane, Alec Lepper, and all, all the guys out there, like, yeah. you know, giving me little pot references and stuff. But I, I, the guy's like, if anyone has any questions, come up. But I honestly don't know what a smoke test is either. He actually said that on the PA. <laughs> wow. And he's like, I'm just being honest. But I know that if we don't leave... By a certain time, your flight will be canceled. This is the last flight of the night, and you will not get to your destination until sometime tomorrow evening. And I'm like, oh my God, this sucks. Like, wow. So we all line up about five minutes earlier than we were supposed to to board. The boarding process was like, it, it was like, one of those World War II videos where, you know, the airmen let's are... Let's go! Come on! Come on! Let's go! Let's go! Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. It was... The, 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 they were on the PA inside the airplane every, like, 30 seconds. Okay, once you find your seat, fasten your seatbelts and ring your bell so we know that you're ready if your bags are there. We have to fill these open seats as quickly as humanly possible, blah, 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 or else we have to deplane and your flight is canceled for the night. Let's hurry. And everyone... Now there's, like... This mob mentality developing, I was sitting on the wing, and like the whole middle of the plane, we were all on the same page because we were all seated and ready to go. And um, as people are getting on, they're taking their sweet-ass time. Meanwhile, the, the flight attendants are like, no, no, we, we got to go. We got to move. Give me your bag. I'll put your bag up. Let's go. Like You could genuinely see almost panic yeah. because they went, it was really bizarre and odd feeling. So I'm sitting next to this couple. And the husband is going on YouTube trying to figure out what a fucking smoke test is. And he's like, I could be wrong, but I think it's like maybe that they fill the plane with smoke to test the sensors and things like that. Because that's what I'm coming up with. I'm like, okay, maybe that makes sense. You know, this and that. So um, now we're getting to crunch time. They're literally got, they have a countdown clock going. They're like, if we, if this plane is not moving... In the next four minutes, your flight is canceled. Well, now this puts like anger in people yeah. because you got like this old lady with a walker. <laughs> yeah, gets sit on the a plane. fuck down, Grandma. We and, gotta go. And as soon as Grandma gets on a plane, you you hear people go, "Oh fuck!" Like, but it's turned into this thing now, yeah. you know. So um, finally, um, they close the doors. Everybody's like, "Yes, okay, we're gonna do this. We're gonna make it." Um, the captain starts doing his announcements. Hello, this is your captain. Uh, we're going to Fort Lauderdale and blah, 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 blah. The weather is, this is, we're going to be two hours and 90 minutes, blah, 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 whatever. So, um, then all of a sudden the plane starts revving up like it's going to go and you just hear it goes, and we're not like, no, no fucking way that this just happened. It's not going to happen. There's no way. The door opens up. And this family of six of the most redneck people I've ever seen in my life comes stumbling on the plane. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? Now, mind you, the plane, the flight is completely full. So there's only six middle seats that are available for these six people. And that's it. Yeah. As soon as they're seated, we, we go. And, and the flight attendant is literally pushing this group of people towards the middle of the plane going, guys, we literally have to seat you in one minute and 29 seconds. Now it's 27 seconds. Like they're literally being like that. Yeah. So <laughs> the, 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 it was a mother and father and four kids, but they were all older kids, like teenagers and up. And, um, 
so this one girl was really, really big. Like, like if you put me and Bobby together, she was like that big. And she's getting someone's middle, middle seat. Middle seat. Oh. So that turned into a thing that nobody wanted to give the fat girl the middle seat. So finally, some really nice guy stands up. He goes, sweetheart, come right here. Let's go. Because the, the group is in, the, you know, everybody in the plane is in, they know. The, the clock, clock is fucking ticking. <laughs> yeah. So we got to act fast. And um, then the, um, the, other three ki- the other three kids find seats really quickly. We're like, yes. The stewardesses, are, are the, the flight attendants, are actually putting up the um, bags for people. They're like, like, they're going as quick as humanly possible. Now it's the, the mother and the father. They don't want to be split up. So the, the dad is asking um, the, pe- the, the people on the plane if anyone would be willing to give up a seat. No, sit down! That's exactly what happened. And some guy goes, sit the fuck down before I make you. And and the flight attendant's like, no, sir, we don't need that. And the guy's like, what are you talking? And everyone's like, sit down. They're all screaming at him. So now there's like anger and tension. And um, so he sits down. The second this guy's ass hits the seat, the plane starts going back. They're rolling us on the runway. It was like that scene in Air Force One or Delta Force when, <laughs> when, when Chuck Norris is on the motorcycle behind the plane and the plane is taking off without him. That's how I felt because we literally backed out of the, what do you call it, the terminal. And the second we hit the runway, it was like we made one quick turn and we were in the air. It was, And, <laughs> and then the plane was shaking because they were going so fast it's to try to and there. make up time. So did we ever find out what's the smoke test? Yes, I did. So we get to Fort Lauderdale Airport, we land, um, and there's these fire department officials and policemen everywhere. Like you would have thought that there was a terrorist plot going on in the airport. That's how much security was in. And we were the only people in the airport coming off this plane. Like the airport was completely, it was eerie. It was so quiet. But they had buckets of these smoke grenades every five feet. So obviously they were lighting the smoke inside the airport to test some kind of a explosion test or they were doing a drill is what i was told because yeah. i asked one of the police officers i'm like what is all this he goes we're doing an extensive drill that has to be done kind of like late at night for obvious reasons we have to clear the airport which is really hard to do that's why you guys are being rushed out of here because like literally the on the carousel their bags were like there before anyone got that's how quick they wanted to empty the airport so that that's what it, but it was so bizarre the yeah, whole experience yeah and then you're flying so you're already nervous on edge and that just brings anger into it and you know i thought we were gonna have an episode on a plane i'm just so so glad we didn't yeah yeah so yeah, well, glad you made it home safe and yeah no no i'm glad to be home and i'm glad to be here we got a great show um Feature entertainer, Pixie Ray. Pixie Ray. He's going to be joining us. and Award-winning uh, feature entertainer. Is that right? Yeah. 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 So she just did her first booking ever in San Diego. We're going to talk about that. And um, Josh has a another Spitfire, but it's um, confidential this week. Nor I, myself or Bobby know exactly what's going on. So um, let's take a quick break. Let's get Pixie on the horn. And uh, let's have a great show. Hey, are you looking to book a feature entertainer for your club? Look no further. CinefoldStrips.com has you covered. CinefoldStrips.com is a great place to make any event a successful event. 
CenterpoleStrips.com has celebrity lookalikes, porn stars, showgirls, and many other acts to make your event a memorable one. Enhance your guest experience by partnering up with Danny and his team of professionals. CenterpoleStrips.com. Tell them Planet Platypus sent you. Attention all club owners. Did you know there's a platform for DJ education? Pandamembers.org is an association for professional DJs. Panda stands for Professional Adult Nightclub DJ Association. With over 1,000 members, Panda is always growing and generating top DJs in our industry with an educational platform and discussions on how to better the DJ's craft. If your current DJ staff is not a member of Panda yet, President Dane Hansen welcomes you to check out pandamembers.org. It could change your business for the better. Hey, welcome back to the Planet Platypus Show, everybody. The number one podcast in America and possibly fucking Canada. Definitely <laughs> in Miramar Parkway. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Number one podcast in Miramar. Wow. Yeah. That was, you know, that was epic, man. You just did right there. Yeah, well, you know, I'm known for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, known for, I'm known for coming back from the commercials strong. And every time you <laughs> solid you solid yeah yeah, yeah solid solid. Rock. see how Absolutely. fast that gets you laid <laughs> yeah yeah i mean so we have something very special today a newcomer special and i'm talking about the one and only pixie ray is on the phone from las vegas nevada right now hey, hey! good morning guys <laughs> well good afternoon good morning good evening in some places uh what's going on pixie <laughs> You know, I'm just up bright and early for you guys, uh, living that vampire life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, vampire life. Now, are you used, now, being a newcomer in the industry, are you used to the vampire life? Or have you, like, you know, like, what did you do pre-strip club industry? Were you a daytime person or were you always a nighttime person? Well, actually, before I was in the nightclub industry, I was uh, working two jobs. So I was up all day. But, um... I've been dancing for about 10 years now. So, yes, I'm a newcomer to the game as far as featuring. But as far as being like a house girl, a dancer, I've almost been in it for almost a decade. So, What's harder? Um, yeah. What's harder, being a house girl or being a feature entertainer and why? Well, you know what? Like, I see myself more as an entertainer because obviously I can get on stage and um, express myself the way that I want to. Um, and I don't have to voice my opinion doing it. Um, but to be honest, like, I relate on people more on a personal level. So it's, it's kind of like, you know, you have your good days, you have your bad days, but you always got to be able to relate and interact with your surroundings. So, um, so which is harder? Um, you know what? Jumping out of the gate right now, I'm going to say uh, being a feature because you don't really know um, how people are going to perceive your energy. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, everyone's not going to like you. But at the same point, you know, you got to always keep that positive energy around you and, and hope that you'll be accepted regardless because everyone's going to make their own perception of you. That is a tough gamble, too, because as a house girl, you're going out there with, uh, 
you know, some minimal expectations of just you're putting something out there and, you know, some people like it, some people great. But when you go out as a feature, you're putting out this dynamic package out there and you're hoping that everyone likes it. So it's that it's that gauge of a reaction back about whether or not you go over that. It's almost frightening. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course, because as a house girl, you know, if you mess up one time with someone, you get to walk away, you know, and um, as a feature entertainer, you just kind of put that whole energy out there and then everyone's like, oh, you know, like, that's just what right. and it's not always that way. But as a know? house girl, <laughs> also, as a house girl, it's a different type of hustle. See, as a feature entertainer, <clears throat> you're contracted to make XYZ amount of money when you get there, you know. You're making so much money per show. If if nobody even puts a tip on stage, you know you're going to walk out of there with X, Y, Z for the night, the week, whatever. As an entertainer. But with that being said as well, um, being a house girl, you know, you're looking for your customers to accept you. You're looking for, you know, you have to make them like you. As a feature entertainer, it's more um, towards, you know, if you make the girls happy, you make the staff happy then they're going to root for you regardless. And that's what's going to help you make your money. Yeah, because so. you're representing an actual <laughs> brand. You're, 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 you know, Correct. you're Pixie now. You're not just entertainer number five coming on the stage, doing, you know. Right. And, and so you have to not only impress the clientele, you have to impress the staff, the club owner, the agencies, the, you know, industry, ED Publications, Planet Platypus, all the people that talk about you. I mean, there's... There's a lot of pressure on features. Oh yeah, from far a, beyond the stage. From a branding yeah, yeah, standpoint, right. yeah. But yeah, is it absolutely. is it is that harder than being Susie the Entertainer at Porthole Pub at three o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday? You know, it, is because they're two. You know what I'm saying? Like they're both entertainers. Guys are paying money to see both strip. Guys are paying money to interact with both. You know, but is one harder than the other you know i mean there's a lot i think there's a lot more that goes into being a feature but you know being being a house girl is not um it's not easy like at all like at all whatsoever and you know trying to keep that energy up over the years um like i said i've been doing this for almost a decade and you know, you go through those levels where, you know, like you come out straight like a bat out of the hell and, you know, you're making a whole lot of money. And then, you know, you kind of get that energy where it just kind of plateaus and then you see the, the, the newer, younger girls come in, you know, and try to take over. And you got to, you know, humble yourself and make sure that, like, you're, you're keeping up that same energy but not getting, you know, big-headed. And, and it's kind of like the same ordeal, I would think, as far as the feature goes. I mean, I've only been doing this, well, I've only been featuring for two years, but I'm just coming out of the gate as far as, like, bookings goes. Right. Um, yeah, but, you've just been competing. This was like, actually your first booking, right? Yeah, correct. I just had uh, my first booking recently. I decided to take it on. All the girls kind of pressured me like, hey, are you actually going to take a booking yet? And I'm like, you so, know, it's an <laughs> ongoing joke. Well, so. no, that, that's your <laughs> pressure. Yeah, but a fair question here, you know, um, did you enjoy it? What was what did you love about it? And what did you hate about it? Like, honestly, the, the, the club I went to was um, San Diego Expose, which was amazing. Like, the staff was so nice and generous. Like all the girls were super nice. Dino's amazing. Joe. Um, so like 
for me, I put a lot of pressure on myself because I didn't know what to expect. Um, but they're like, just chill. Like everything's good. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I got a, I had an easy first booking. No, everything's not going to be like that all the time, but yeah, I, I got fortunate enough to, to go with a great club, um, which was feature club of the year. So, <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they've always been a, a nominated club or a winning club. Um, every year I see them in the rumblings at awards time. So, you know, I've heard, I've never been there. I don't know anybody from Expose, but I have not heard a bad thing about that club. You know, Josh, they, they're just, they're always talked so highly of. Yeah, I always you know? hear good things about them. I've yet to check them out, though. Yeah. So let me ask you something, yeah. Pixie. Um, when When you're going from the house girl to the feature, you know, um, realm, What's been the hardest thing for you to learn so far? I know you got tremendous teachers and, and mentors. I mean, you know, Lacey is taking you <laughs> under her wing. I mean, we know we all know. Just to give our listeners a, a quick backstory, uh, Lacey the Hurricane Rain, one of the greatest feature entertainers of all time. We talk about her all the time on this show. Um, Lacey uh, got herself kind of out of the game and took a few girls under her wing. Uh, one was Annie Lane, you know, another being Pixie. You know, and there's m- multiple others. Uh, we just had Alaska on the show um, recently, and um, that's another one. So she's built yeah. like this. It's almost like uh, WWE wrestling, like those stables. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like Lacey's built herself. Like the NWO of yeah, uh, feature. Uh... The Vegas territory. But Lacey's been very, very <laughs> smart about how she did it because the girls are all so different from each other. So it's not like she's asking favors for to get you know like you know she'll she'll call somebody and maybe say hey you should book my girl pixie okay and and you know pixie's a short beautiful busty you know um dark complected girl and then alaska is a taller you know um pale skin right 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 so everybody's diverse in in the stable so you know and then annie's just annie she's you know shot out of a cannon with all her bells and whistles and you know this and that so you've had all this Um, you've had all this mentorship you've had direction but give me an idea of you know where you're heading with all this oh i mean honestly like having lacy as a mentor was was um unexpected um the first person that i ever seen perform like as a feature was christina um and she's like amazing and then i seen a couple other um porn star girls um more like uh asian porn star asian invasion type of ordeal which was kind of like oh my goodness like these girls are amazing she's got and yellow then I fever Lacey. oh yeah <laughs> um so uh you know, I don't know if it was like strategic as far as, um, you know, the girls that she kind of took on, um, but Alaska is amazing. She's been very nice. Uh, she's kind of, you know, taking pieces from each and, uh, all of us. Um, Annie Lane, she's just like out of this world as far as personality goes. Her performance is amazing. You know, she rolls around on roller skates and does just overall performance and personality. She gets along with everyone. Um, and she brings gifts. So, she does bring yes, gifts. No. <laughs> Annie's the type of person, like, she'll show up to a club and be like, hey, you want three shots right off the bat? <laughs> like, she's so amazing. I love her. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Annie's been uh, – I'm really close with Annie, um, Angel, 
uh, also Lacey, of course, um, share the bat. Um, when I decided that I wanted to start competing, uh, Dane asked Lacey, <laughs> uh, Dane Hansen asked Lacey, um, to take me on. And Lacey was like, no, I'm not taking any more students anymore. And he was like, no, look at this girl. And, um, and she's like, no, no, no. And then she see me perform. She was like, oh, hell yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Lacey uh, retires like Terry Funk retires from wrestling. Oh, yeah. It's like every episode is his last match. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Trust me. She was not all for it at first. But, yeah, like me and Lacey talk every day. And, you know, I take so much from her. Um, her personality is out of this world. So um, when she decided to take me on as a student, it was we had such different um, personalities um, on and off stage. Um, so she's more kind of like pop in your face and I'm more kind of sensual burlesque type. So, um, uh, plus course, I'm like, sure the dynamic was weird in, at first because, uh, Lacey's used to having these girls that are brand new to the business. You know what I mean? They want to be features. Nor nine yeah. times out of 10, a newcomer is a girl that's been literally a house girl for maybe a year or two. And then she wants right. to transition. Whereas, You've been a house girl so long, you know the game inside and out. There's really no, the learning curve as far as interacting with customers and staff, you've been there, done that for 10 years. So I'm sure it was a little bit right. more of a concentrate on performance, a concentrate on structuring a show and all the you know intricacies that go into being a feature entertainer versus the overall gamut of you, you know, when you're on a booking, you have to, you know, be your best self and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I mean, there's even a, there's even a certain way that features have to drink and interact at the bar oh, yeah. that people don't even think about, you know what I mean? Like Correct. you, you yeah. have to be able to socialize on a level where you have to pace yourself. You can't get sloppy drunk. You know, some clubs back in the day, I don't even know if they can do this anymore, but back in the day, they used to have like these non-alcoholic drinks that, would kind of the customer would think that they're buying you shots oh, yeah. and getting you loaded, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were commissioned drinks. Yeah, I don't think they no, even do that thing. anymore. But yeah, they special the names like I'll have a dandelion. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> I'll, have a, I'll have a pink pussy yeah, right. cat, you know, whatever the the, yeah. the case may be. So there's there's such a, a structure that goes into being a feature that even um, house girls and entertainers would never understand. Um, but you being in the business as long as you were to, before you started being a feature, um, I, I'm sure that. Ideally, there was some butting of heads in the beginning with you and Lacey. Am I wrong? Because, you know, so she... There she... wasn't really the butting of, like, as heads as far as carrying myself goes. It was more of, um, you know, uh, showing me how to um, use my stage presence as a feature. Because, obviously, I know how to get on stage and I know how to perform. But as far as showcasing, um, it was it was different. Um, so at that point, um, she kind of threw me in with like my first EDI before I did anything, which was like a major, uh, <laughs> um, a major competition at the time, as far as like take the top girls from each, uh, you know, right. um, each end of the country and kind of figure out how, you know, who's, who's topping. So, uh, at that point, she was like, okay, well, I'm going to throw you in here and see how you do. And um, 
Simone helped me out a lot with that because she's got more of a burlesque style going on. So um, she kind of vibed with me um, on that end. Um, I think that I as the ho- I was the host <laughs> for there for that uh, for that year, and I think and and maybe this comes across just the way it would happen, but I think they overloaded you with stuff to do for that initial uh, debut for you. Because when Pixie went on, it seemed like it was like a Gallagher concert. She had, uh, so on top of her routine, on top of her costumes, on top of the sets, there were props, there were explosives, there were confetti, there was cannons, there was everything, there was gum, there was candy, there was streamers. <laughs> Every trick in the book. Yeah, there was lollipops being thrown. I mean, literally everything came out of that stage for her performance. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's a lot for. It was like a bat out of hell. It's like right. newcomer division, too, which is like, you don't expect that and, from the and, newcomers. And there were extras, like, like not only did Pixie come out, but then like the other girls who were competing came out in costume to just kind of support the act at the same time which sometimes happens yeah it's like it was overload it was like a technicolor uh, rainbow <laughs> hey pixie out of all the feature entertainers that are currently on the circuit today who do you want to be most like who who do you you know who would you like to emulate not necessarily their show but but their career path and, and where they're at and who do you look up to give me a couple names of girls that you really that are currently doing it right now. Oh my goodness. Um, <clears throat> it's so hard because there's so many, like there's it is, so many but, different elements. But let's be real. Like, you, you've been in the business long enough. You've seen enough of the girls shows. We know who's who, you know, who, you know, the, the tiers of features are and all that stuff. You know where you're, you want, you want to go with this thing. So in your mind, who do you say, wow, I, you know, if I can have that career, I, it would be hers. You know, it, it's not about putting anyone down. We, we, we respect all the features. It's, it's, it's just about being real about it. You're, you're a newcomer feature. You're looking to go somewhere with this. Who do you want to emulate? Who do you want to be like with your career? It's, it's, you're not slighting anybody. It's, you're not leaving anybody out. It's just your personal preference or taste. I mean, obviously, like, the way that Annie Lane vibes with any club that she walks into and, like, literally anyone she talks to loves her to death, I would definitely have to say Annie is definitely, like, my role model as far as, like, coming up goes. Um, as far as, like, body goes and, like, athletics, Charzane is amazing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Like, I can't even... I, I can't even with her. So, <laughs> um, yeah, those are my top two, definitely. Um, so you would like to take those that, two shows, and if you could take those two shows and mold them, that's that would be your... Your goal. That would be my ideal, correct, yeah. I mean, as far as, like, I, I can see it with the Annie. I mean, y- y- you obviously have to bring some more energy and, and, and learn some. I mean, are you acrobatic in the sense that those, because those two girls are like circle lay type, you know, um, <laughs> talents here. And I, I, I mean, do you have some kind of a background in gymnastics or some kind of a background in, in any type of, I don't even yoga, I guess, with the way they bend. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, I mean, growing up, I always um, was in either cheer and gymnastics. So, um, and and that was a complicated thing for me as well when I first started dancing and learning um, pole. I mean, I had a gymnastics background, but majority-wise was cheer. And when they teach you in cheer, it's more like pop, pop, pop. You know, like yeah. it's not, it's not flowy. So. Um, 
my ultimate goal as a dancer was to learn how to flow. And, um, <laughs> and I think I, I, I kind of went overboard with it because it's, that's like, everyone tells me like you move like the ocean mm-hmm. and you don't really have a pop. So, um, yeah, my, I, I do need to bring back the two elements and, and figure out how to make a, a neutral, um, performance. They actually say the same <laughs> thing about Josh Fiore. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> it's true. That's why I bring confetti cannons everywhere I go. He moves that like pop. the ocean. For that pop. Yeah. They, they say, you flow like the ocean. You need, a, you need more of that pop. <laughs> they go, that Josh Fiore, he's always flowing like the ocean. So then I hit him with a cannon. Boom. Yeah. It's like 4th of July. It's like, that's works every pop. time. Yeah, that's the pop. You're the king of pop. That's <laughs> true. That's what I have been told. I have been told. That's great. Yeah, man. Pixie, you have any uh, new shows coming up um, now that you're touring? And, and and is there anything we're looking forward to booking-wise that we can announce or promote? I mean, you know, I've been trying to get this booking at Tootsie's. I mean, Platt, do you oh. know anyone? <laughs> oh, Platt knows a guy. Putting you on the spot, son. Yeah. <laughs> so what about it, Platt? Can we look forward to a Pixie Ray booking in Tootsie's Miami? I mean, eventually, yeah, for sure. She's definitely gonna. She's. De- we were trying to work something out, and a miscommunication happened, and it prolonged it. And you know, it was one of those situations where um, we had a time slot that worked. It made sense, and we couldn't get the price right, and the time slipped, and then we we didn't have the time slot for. Her. Which happens. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't you know anything. Yeah, absolutely. It was just kind of a miscommunication so, thing. But as far as in the future, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's it's been – I've got a couple people in mind coming up. Obviously, you know, we've got Angel uh, first and foremost for Halloween. Nice. And uh, with, our, with, her, with our voodoo-themed Halloween show, Tootsies. But, uh, you know, um, and then we've got Super Bowl just around the corner. So there's a lot of stuff going on. But, yeah, we'll definitely have Pixie over there. You know, it's going to be uh, – <laughs> It's going to be awesome. And by then, I want to see like flames coming out of your ass. Uh, so you better, wow. you yeah. know, we're going to work on a, we're going to, and we're going to patent it, but we're going to work on a butt plug that shoots flames. Flame. Oh, Natasha Nova would do that in a second. I know. It'll be the planet platypus. She would do it in a second. Yeah. You yeah. know what? I think you might be onto something. We're going to be calling it the, uh, the Miami salute. <laughs> the Miami salute. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sparklers out of the butt plug. It's a perfect way to finish the show. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, Pixie, before before we go, um, I want to put you on the spot real quick. I want to play a, a, a quick little game with you. Um, I'm sure you've I'm sure you've played this game before. In fact, I'm pretty sure we've played this game in the same room together at one time. But it's Uh-oh. called Fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> and right now, I'd like I'd like to throw a few scenarios out at you. And one of the names you would have to have sex with, another one you would marry, and the other one that you would kill or discard or whatever however you want to put it let's just say kill for the sake of it so i'm gonna start out really easy with you josh fiore hey bobby mack dj platypus fuck mary kill you, wow. you gotta kill one of us here in the room oh my goodness what <laughs> here comes the political answer are you ready oh i know she, she she i don't know who to kill kill somebody you can kill me i don't care well, you can okay. kill bobby First of all, I, would, I would kill bobby because he's taken already <laughs> okay. All right. That's that's very political. Don't worry. Correct. I'm fucking uh, used to it. Don't worry. Go ahead. That's a justified murder right there. Me and Josh just high five just so everybody oh, yeah. uh, listening yeah. knows. 
<laughs> Bobby, you're taken. Just you're, you're, you're dead, Bobby. You're Bobby, dead to her. Justifiable so, homicide. You know, Story of my life. You're kid. dead to Pixie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, you're. Okay, so who are you fucking and who are you marrying? Um. Do you, do you want our tax returns first before you answer? Yeah. Only because Platt can hold a conversation with himself. So. Wait, wait. No, say that again. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. I lost you. All I heard was Platt can talk to himself. We know that. <laughs> Who are you marrying? I'm marrying Platt because he could carry a conversation. Oh, congratulations, so. you guys. Yeah, Josh, learn how to carry yeah, a conversation. So. <laughs> yeah, so I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But uh, but congratulations, Ethan. I'm very happy for you. I hope uh, me and Pixie's history uh, doesn't affect this marriage in any way. Screw you, but, uh, Josh. But, You're fucking my wife. But rest in peace, Bobby Mack. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay, um, now collectively, let's throw one more at her. Okay, so... Um, Let's try to do other DJs that she may know or may have worked with. So let's see. Well, she's out in Vegas, right? Yeah. So um, who are some of our Vegas pals out there? Well, you got Andrew Cuts out there. Yeah, you know Cuts. Cuts does all the filming. And, I and do. Okay, yeah. so so let's put Cuts in there. Yeah, you've got Dane Hansen out there. Dane Hansen. That's that's a good one. That's, that, a, good that's one. a you know president of Panda. You know, um, also works at the. Uh, club that you house at right correct which is centerfolds in las vegas las vegas correct yeah and we need one more vegas cat oh, that we vegas. can throw in there well there's a lot joe nobody's there you've got I think of like who, who would she know out there who would she know out there everybody she okay. lives in vegas okay. she's got to know um, <laughs> I mean, we can randomly throw somebody out there that she would know. Like, I mean, you got to throw Binger in the mix. Binger? Okay, okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, Binger, Dane Hansen, <laughs> and who was the third one? Andrew Cuts. Andrew Cuts. All right. So, Andrew Cuts, Dane Hansen, Binger, three great DJs, three great friends of mine. You got to marry one. You got to fuck one. <laughs> and unfortunately, you got to kill one. And I can't wait to hear your answer. <laughs> well, Okay. You know what? Binger is interesting. I feel like he would fuck really good. So I'm going to go with fuck Binger. That's well, stop, bitch. Stop, stop. What makes you think, and not that he wouldn't, but what makes you think that Binger would fuck better than Dane or Cuts? Yeah, I have to agree with that. I feel like Binger would be a great time. <laughs> I do. I, I feel like it'd be a good time. How so? Wait, wait. I want to hear her. Hold on, hold on. Let me stop. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're bringing the room back in. Hold on, hold on. Josh, I'll get to you in a second. Pixie, explain yourself, please. <laughs> you know, Binger's always really interesting, so I feel like he would do, you know, something out of the norm, but, you know, I don't know. I think... He's that really interesting. bitch has got the best game. I... I, I I'm gonna have to learn. And from he him looks next like he he'll do some me. freaky shit. That's why he does like okay, so booty stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. You think he looks like he's into some weird shit because of his appearance? And, yeah. You know, he's got the Patron tattoo, so you yeah. might think it party. He's and, a good you know, time. Yeah. He's a good time. Okay, so you're fucking banger. Who, who, who are you killing? Because now, now, mind you, Andrew Cuts, he likes black girls. He does, and and he's I like Andrew, and, and, and he's a sweet cat. He's yeah. extremely talented. The nicest cat, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's so nice. He's just a great guy. Super smart. Super talented. Yeah. Right now. Really smart. <laughs> and, and then there's Dane Hansen. 
you know, who, you know, D Dane has a lot of credentials in the industry. He's well-respected. Um, he's, you know, he knows where to get the best weed in Vegas. I mean, these are important things. So, <laughs> so who are you going to, one of them, one of them is getting you for the rest of your life and the other, the other you're ending their life. Yes. What's it? And I feel like no matter what the choice is, it's going to really affect the relationship with Lacey Rain. <laughs> It's going to affect somebody. Cuts is going to be absolutely heartbroken. Yeah. And Dane might care a little, but I doubt it. He'll be high enough to, like, he'll just go away. Yeah, but just, but yeah. my point being is, okay. you got to pick one here, Pixie. All right. Who are you marrying? Who are you killing? Well, I'm going to kill Bobby Mack. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't seem that interesting. He's taken. <laughs> You're taking like that movie with Liam Neeson taken. Like, <laughs> so I have a particular have set of skills. Do I have to say the skills. same for Dane since I said that for Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on. We're getting off topic here. Dane Hansen, Andrew Cutts, death, marriage. Oh, my goodness. Come on, um, Pixie. I'm wondering how long it's going to come up with her. really hard. To, f to figure out that Dane is also taken because she killed me <laughs> in three immediately. Of a you were dead within a second. Like, yeah. she didn't even think about it. It's like, Bobby's taken. Bobby's taken. He's gone. D mm. Dane is like publicly fucking taken. Like, there's billboards of Dane and, yet, and Lacey. And yet, he's everywhere. still in the running. Still in the running. <laughs> Marrying one, killing one. Who's it going to be? Don't let Bobby influence or sway your opinions or thoughts. The thoughts are Bobby's well, only and not Planet of Platypuses. I can't kill Dane. Like, he's my boss. <laughs> Take that out of it. Dane doesn't give a shit. Come on. And if you showed up late, Dane would fire you. I like know that she's friends. thinking about it. There's consequences to this shit. You know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot, a lot on the table, man. Josh, you're being the voice of reason at a very inopportune time right now. All right, so so you're gonna marry Dane, and you're gonna kill Andrew. You're never, you're not thinking this through, Pixie. Andrew Cuts can take so such amazing promo of you. I mean, think of all the pictures and and the social media stuff and the artist, the artistry. I know. I of, want of, Cuts to be my husband. I want Cuts. I would marry Cuts in oh, a second. He could have been the love of your life. Oh, he's, he still could. <laughs> he still is. And then I would divorce him and take his trike. I would. I would take that little three-wheeler all over Vegas. I'm not kidding. All right, so so I guess we have our answer. So Dane's yeah. getting married to Pixie, and, and, and Bobby's taken, and he got whacked. <laughs> <laughs> you got whacked like a Sopranos episode, bro. <laughs> and, um, you know, and poor Andrew Cutts is... Uh... Oh, man. Well, me and Cutts would be in heaven eating better food than all y'all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but... I'm very surprised by Pixie's answers, but I'm very flattered because I get to marry her too, and then I have to compete with Dane Hansen. And yes. it's just, uh, you're going to lose over a bag of weed. So <laughs> one, of us is, one of us is going to barter it. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, well, this has been educational. Yeah, good we, choices. I, we all learned so. something today. Good, good choices. But uh, Pixie Ray, uh, you can book through uh, Danny over at Centerfolds and uh, um, get your. Get get our newcomer, who's not so new to the business, but new to the feature business, into your clubs. Um, she's fantastic, and let's use Expose in San Diego as a reference, because I'm sure those guys would speak highly of you, right? Absolutely. 
I would hope so. Yes, correct. <laughs> she got quiet there for a second. Like, what did you do over there, Pixie? But right. um, okay. Any any last uh, last thoughts, Bobby Mack? Any last things for Pixie? Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you at the EDIs this year. He's bitter, Pixie. I'm that man is so I'll bitter be at, right now. I'll be at East this year. Well, I'll be dead, so it won't matter. <laughs> You know, Bobby's going to be on stage at ADIs, and he's going to be like, this next entertainer, uh, one newcomer of the year, she's um, up for blah, 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 and she's dead to me, <laughs> Pixie Ray. Uh, Josh, any final words for Pixie? Uh, no, just it was great talking to you this afternoon, and uh, and uh, congratulations on everything, and I look forward to seeing more of you. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. And thank you for being here. And I will see you very soon. And I'm not giving any more details than that. That's it. You will be seeing me very, very, very soon. And um, thanks for coming on the show. Pixie, you got anything else you want to plug or anything else you want to say? Uh, no. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I've had a great morning. Okay. We'll get some sleep now. And we'll, we'll talk to you soon. And remember, you killed Bobby. <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to be it for Pixie Ray. <laughs> thanks, and Pixie. Uh, thanks, Pixie. And we're going to continue this after the break. Rick's Cabaret. It's one of the biggest chains in the adult industry. With over 50 clubs nationwide, Rick's Cabaret is a great destination no matter what state you're visiting. Check out rickscabaret.com for a full list of clubs near you. And if you want a piece of the action, Rick's Cabaret is a publicly traded company on the NASDAQ under the letters R-I-C-K. Rick's Cabaret has been awarded National Club Chain of the Year numerous times. Check out rickscabaret.com for all your entertainment needs. World famous Tootsie's Cabaret voted best club in the country. Join us for happy hour, no cover and half price drinks till 8 p.m. every day. Tootsie's features a full restaurant, sports bar, next level VIP seating and sky boxes with a view of South Florida's hottest adult entertainers. Watch all your favorite sports events on our brand new 300 square foot LED screen. See you at Tootsie's Cabaret, Miami's number one adult club. Visit us online at tootsiescabaret.com. Hey, welcome back, motherfuckers. <laughs> welcome back, motherfuckers. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hey. It's your hay that gets me yeah, every time. It's the hay. Sometimes I can go like, uh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. For some reason, it's just awkward for me coming in because the music's not there when we're recording. But yeah. when you hear it back, it sounds pretty natural. It sounds pretty natural. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Bobby, fuck, Mary kill. Yeah. Alaska Galore. Annie Lane. Natasha Nova. Wow. Wow. How do you kill one of those girls? Exactly. How do you kill one of those girls? Exactly. Oh, it's funny that the, the first thing that jumps mm. into my head is who do I kill? <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's unhealthy. Well, what's, yeah. What's, fun <laughs> yeah, what's funnier is how Pixie did the same exact thing he just did and he yeah. criticized her for it. <laughs> and he's like, who do I kill? Oh my God. Uh, and, you know? Well, she killed me. Well, he, she, she killed you pretty quick, man. She, she, she gave you a Columbia. I was the second mm -hmm. word out of her mouth. Well, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Alaska, uh, Natasha, Annie Lane. Oh man, I'm sorry, Natasha, but I, I, Ooh. I, I, uh, I don't know. See, this is tough. This is really mm. tough. Um, but I would have to marry Annie because I could get along with that girl for the rest of my life. I yeah. just know it. 
I mean, Annie is, uh, she's Rhode Island, she's us, she's charisma, she's, you know, right. she's phenomenal. Right. So, uh. You're marrying Annie. Yeah, cause I think I would have a good time with Annie, like, every Now you have to have sex with either Natasha Nova oh, or Alaska Galore, and you know you cannot have sex with both of them at the same time. You have to pick one, uh, and the other one is, let's just say the other one is going to, um, feature Dance Academy. <laughs> you don't have to kill them. You're sending them to feature dance camp. <laughs> This is tough. I hate being political. No, you know what? Fuck it. You're killing them. <laughs> I would love if feature dance camp was like across the lake from like a Bible camp. I, I think that Tasha's going to be way <laughs> more be funny, way more experienced than me, and I've got experience on uh, on Alaska, so I'll fuck Alaska, and I'm going to have to Ooh, kill Natasha. Wow. I'm sorry. That's Josh, not going to be I'm an never, easy task. I'm it will never not gonna... be an easy task. She is armed to the teeth. I know, right? So <laughs> good, good luck there, my Dude, friend. Dude, I'm never going to impress Natasha Nova in bed. <clears throat> Josh. It's not going to happen. Wow. So Annie Lane. Mm. Heather Heaven. Okay. Rochelle Ryan. Oh, man. All three <laughs> girls very close to my heart. Mm -hmm. That's why I did And it. we played this game with Rochelle, and she said that she would marry me. She did. So just because she already wants to marry me, I'm going to have to pick marry Rochelle Ryan. You now, understand fool. something. Hold on. I have to. Listen. Understand something, because you just, I, I, set, I set the trap. Mm-hmm. And he and, fell right into it. And he fell it. right into okay. it. Okay. Yeah. You could have fucked Heather Heaven for the rest of your life. Yeah, but. So now now you're either killing the girl of your dreams. <laughs> yeah, or killing Annie who I love. Or killing Annie who you love. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a tough decision, man. But you're marrying Rochelle. Well, listen. Rochelle does have the most money out of all three, though. I mean, if Josh is going money, <laughs> Rochelle. Yeah. Rochelle's got some money. Again, I'm not going to impress her uh, sexually. I've. Seen her take miles of dick. There's no way I'm. <laughs> I mean, that's so, the other thing. So listen. So now she's ready to settle down. She's like, listen. I know you got a little cock. You can't please me sexually. But who cares? At this point in our lives, we want to settle down now and just and just live out our golden years in Miami. <laughs> and she's already agreed to it. So if I was to pick anybody else, I mean. I what kind of husband would I be? I understand. <laughs> <All right. laughs> We're losing Bobby. Let's finish the game. Okay. Now All you right. have to either kill Heather Heaven. Okay. Or have sex with Heather Heaven. Right. Or you have to kill Annie Lane or have sex with Annie Lane. We know this answer. And, and, and I got to be it's honest. It's not as easy as you think. No, because. A, like I said, this consequences and from a guy's shit. perspective just like you know how all guys think like i'd love to bang that chick you know blah, blah, blah. yeah and you think about it you visualize like who you know like that girl would be great in bed that girl would yeah. not be great in bed she's mm -hmm. selfish she's this she's that right. those two girls annie or heather i mean i know who i'm picking time. but it's slight because i think they would both be phenomenal lays and i'm just gonna throw that out there and i mean that respectfully hashtag me too not Josh, All right. one of the two. All right. Now, Heather and Annie Lane. I've got history with Annie Lane. You do. Uh, home, hometown advantage. Exactly. She's got that. Mm -hmm. um, um, Heather Heaven, I met one, one time. You know what I mean? So yeah, but there's a poster of her right next to you at all right. times. Dude. Yeah, I mean she's You're not factuated with this. No, girl. I wouldn't say that, but I mean she's Bobby. not difficult to look hold at. On, hold on, judges ruling, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, he's infatuated. Thank you. Go ahead. Uh, all right. Um. Just just because you said that, I'm going to throw everybody for a loop, and okay. I'm going to who? And, uh, <laughs> I'm going to kill her. I'm killing her, and I'm fucking Annie Lane. You're killing Heather. Yeah. Heather. 
<laughs> you liar. How dare you? How dare you say yeah. that about the creator I mean, and inventor yeah. of the Beaver Report? Josh, yes. this show is about the truth, bro. Yeah, and and don't start lying to us. Usually yeah. when someone you got to be kidding me. This How one. dare you? I do want to have sex with Heather. Heaven. All right, Josh. One of yeah. our biggest supporters. It's, it's like, like, like calling my mom, you know. I can't even say it. Yeah. I can't believe you went there. Yeah. Shame on you, Josh. Right. Yeah, you're right. Shame <laughs> on me. Shame, shame. But you're going to pick Annie. I have to. Yeah, right. I'm going to pick Annie just because um, you upset me. And so for no other reason. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right, Josh. It's time to put him in the hot seat. Okay, Let's do it. Fuck, Let's do Mary, it. kill. Yeah. yeah. Ray of Sunshine. Ooh. Oh, you know how much he loves her. Cassius Che. Oh, another one. Christina Aguchi. Oh, my God. This is like the Holy Trinity. What do you do? That's a good one. That's a really <laughs> That's good, a one. good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. So <laughs> it was Aguchi, Cassius, and Rhea. And Rhea Sunshine. All right. um, and I know I picked them all because you have an affinity for absolutely all of them. Like you did to us, you son of a bitch. Well, I'm definitely going to have sex with Cassius. There's just something very sexy about her. And, and she, she's very bendy. Like she does mm. like, uh, like <laughs> she, she can do like gymnastics type things. And I think she would be phenomenal in bed. And she's cool as hell from the time I met her. Yeah, she's and, actually like a belly dancer too. Yeah, uh, yeah, she used to be a belly dancer. Yeah. She's done, you know, uh, burlesque. She's, she understands sensuality. Um, I, yeah. I would definitely, yeah, okay. definitely having sex with her, All right. um, which means I have to either kill a Gucci or Rhea. Yeah. Um, I would. That's tough, too, because I'm. I'm <laughs> so, it's hard being in that side of the well, seat, isn't it? OK, I have a different philosophy here and I'm going to I'm killing Rhea. And I'm going to marry the Gooch. Wow. And, and, and I have an explanation yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, we're going to need, okay. we need to go into detail. Okay. <laughs> I, if I'm going to marry somebody, there's a part of me that um, needs a maternal type of person in my life that if we were to have children would be able to be a, a, a mom and, and, and be able to be um, a, a partner and, and a friend. And like you and Cindy are friends and you're also lovers and you're also a married couple. There's layers to your relationship. And I see because of the friendship I've had with Gooch for so long and the genuine love I have for her. And I've seen how maternal she is with her own kids now that she's out of the business. I would have to say I would marry Gooch, and unfortunately, I would kill Rhea. However, Rhea Sunshine. However, Rhea is an amazing human being, and I've turned a friendship with her that I don't think of her in that. I swear to God, I don't think of her in that way. That it's it's more of a sisterly type thing that this is turning into, and I would feel weird not killing Rhea because she's so much like <laughs> she's become such a close sisterly type friend like yeah. i just want you to know on this side of the room josh and i would still fuck her no just so you know don't get me wrong she's <laughs> ridiculously beautiful she's tremendously attractive i'm just you gotta pick one it's fine. i'm killing Rhea. it's fine Sorry, it's Ray. Fine. That's I had, the headline I had, I of the had show. to kill Heather Heaven, and it broke my heart so yeah. much. So that I killed I, Natasha Nova. You, <laughs> you know what's killing me right now? That I have no idea what the Spitfire of the week is. That's what's killing That's true. me. Well, Spitfire this week, uh, it could tie right into this because it's hard to decide who you're gonna fuck, and it's even harder to decide when you're surrounded by unattractive women. And there is one thing. <laughs> 
that helps with that, and that is drinking copious amounts of alcohol. Okay. So this week's Spitfire of the Week is about uh, about drinking till she's hot. Drinking till I like the title. Okay. Damn. It's got promise. So here we go. All right. It's a little like Latin vibe, too, which I thought was a little club banger. Drink it till she's hot. And when the club's closed, you won't even know that the girl is close. Drink shot 
there it is. Spit fire. I did a little, uh, little reggae thing in there, too. Just a good flavor. Yeah, air horns, all that shit. Jean de Paul. Jean de Paul. Dude, Josh. There <laughs> so, were, I mean, bro, there were some parts in there where you were like flowing like. Yeah. Yeah. How do you speak that fast? Dude? No, it's even like the phrasing and the, and the flow of it. And it just like uh, last week we did. Um, oh, today was a good day. Today was week. a good day. Yeah, yeah. This is more of a laid back kind of slow vibe. It, yeah. It felt different to me listening yeah. back to that. Yeah, that I'm used to when you get on something. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, the, with the upbeat tempo, that's definitely more my. Yeah, my style. that's your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, like I like, I'm such a huge fan of what you do. That was the first time in a long time I was just like, I don't know, like I don't know if that really grabbed me. Yeah, and I'm just being honest with yeah. you. I don't, yeah, I'm not saying it was bad. It was, you know, he's he's, he's amazing. It grabbed the shit out of me. That was fucking awesome. really. I loved it because yeah. I, I I'm being honest here. Yeah, it, I, I really didn't feel that one for okay. me when I when I'm listening to his music. The fact that I can hear everything he's saying, understand, and maybe it's because it's a relatable topic. I have no idea, but yeah. like, I mean, it was just like fucking sentence after sentence after sentence. I was like. That, this is amazing. The build up here, the story he's telling, the fact that he went to each type of fat girl to each type of alcohol. Like, dude, it was yeah. great. That was a, an amazing pairing. <laughs> I, dude, yeah. the sentence drop it like it's fat had me just about ready to cry. <laughs> you have to record drop it like, like it's, it's fat, fat now. Yeah. But, but <laughs> drop it drop like it's fat. fat. Drop, drop it, it like, like it's fat. fat. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, we should do some Snoop Dogg. Right? Yeah. The syrup yeah, maybe on Snoop the waffles and it's dripping it off. Maybe drop it like next, it's uh, fat. That'll be my, my homework for next week is to maybe do something with Snoop. That'd be great. Yeah. I'd love yeah. that. A little Snoop Dizzle. Um so <laughs> that track right there, I would actually play. Yeah. Like, I would actually play it in a club. That was great. You you were flowing so like you were in the pocket on that song. Yeah. And there were certain parts where I was just like, damn. Damn. Oh, this bro. one you like. You're talking about the one you, last week you didn't like. No, I didn't like the one last yeah. week. Yeah, I, I love this. I wasn't crazy about that one either. No. Yeah. I just did. It didn't grab me. This grabbed me this That's, week. Yeah. I was talking about this. No, too. I was yeah. talking about today was a good day last week. Uh, oh. Last week's, it was slow. And, yeah, slow and tempo. It just, and it's just, it, it wasn't, it wasn't the, the Josh that I know and love. It, it turns it just, out it wasn't really a good day. It wasn't a good it, day. Not, not for that Not for that parody song. And, um, yeah, it was just that was just. Uh, Please I, do I, drop I don't it, like that one. Drop it like it's fat. Please. <laughs> That'll be the next one. <laughs> It'll be about weight loss. So like nobody will see that coming. Or what about Baby Got Back with all the like redoing that song with all the fake booty in Miami here? There's a lot of fake booty. Tons. Yeah. That would be a good one. Um, baby Got Back, but maybe that's one of my biggest turnoffs. What? The, the fake, fake asses and the fucking, fucking ass implants. I, yeah. Some of them are really like, ridiculous, too. I, mo- all most of them. Let's yeah. be fucking real. Yeah. Stop it. There's two things we need to stop in this fucking industry, and I'm just going to call Careful, it out right Some now. of your very Number closest one, friends have fake asses. Fucking stop with the fake asses. Two, stop with the fucking wigs. You look like a fucking idiot in a wig. <laughs> stop it. I'm not kidding. Put in hair extensions. Put in little extra weaves. That's fine. Stop wearing fucking wigs. You uh, look like a fucking idiot in a wig. We all know it. Nobody's saying it to you. I'm telling you right now. Take the fucking wig off. I don't care if you're bald. Shave your head, shine that shit up, and go be you. But stop wearing a fucking wig. Damn. Now, I feel like if you put a wig on a fake butt, you might be onto something. That could go viral. I've seen some outrageous fake butts. Yeah. To the point of near explosion. Like, like 
somebody dropped a chair in the, in the the bar area, like it just went boom. Mm. And the girl on stage, I literally thought her ass exploded because it's it, her. <laughs> some of these girls, like it, it's not even like the Kardashian thing is kind of the trendsetter on this whole thing, right? I mean, it's fair to say. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. Okay. I would say that was around uh, the time you started seeing but, the trend really but skyrocket. The, the Kardashians. The, the Brazilians. Okay, the Brazilians. Okay. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the Kardashians took it from the Brazilian look. Fine. Fair enough. But let's use, just for the sake of argument, let's use the Kardashians real quick. They did it, but they did it in such a way where, yes, their asses are big, but they're still somewhat proportionate to their bodies. It's not completely out of control. These girls who have asses that are so big, back when we were younger, we made fun of girls with big asses. Like, it wasn't even like, that wasn't a hot thing. I don't know when that became hot. Yeah. Maybe when Baby got back it was when they started recognizing I think there was it. always that sector of people that found that hot, and Sir Mix-a-Lot was the voice for those people. Yeah. And then maybe it became a little Look, more trendy I, after that. I'm I'm not. Look, everybody's got a thing. I, I I get it. I'm not against it, but I just I mean, it's just for me, it's not my flavor. It's I just don't get it. I See, don't. I don't it. either. And I I understand the boobs when the girls get boob jobs. I get it. You know, it's it's it, you know, um, it's a comfortability thing on stage. It's a sexy thing. The way their clothes wear, it's different. I don't see the butt though. It just does. It doesn't. And and it's not. I'm I'm thinking about maybe getting butt implants because I'm going through this weight loss uh, stuff right now. So like, I got no ass, man. Like I got no butt. Fill it out a little bit. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe like. Okay. Get, so get it out of get all a little... out of all your friends, whose butt would you take? Would you do a Rochelle Ryan? Would you do? Mm. I mean, you know, who would you take? Uh, Whose butt would you put on your back? Like I'd like I'd like a nice like a nice like bubble booty, but maybe not too big though. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know, like somewhere in the middle maybe. The bubble look just looks so ridiculous, doesn't it? So what, Lisa Lish? The girl standing there, she looks like a letter P. <laughs> like a fucking senator. I don't get it, man. <laughs> They're walking around like senators yeah. and I, shit. Yeah. I prefer an yeah. all-natural girl. I understand the boob thing. I don't understand the lip injections. I don't understand the butt injections. In fact, injections and just stop. Period. Stop yeah, with the yeah. lip injections yeah. too. Yeah, that's. Just... I can't tell you how many uh, people in our industry I've, I've gone back or I've seen come across my Facebook feed, and then all of a sudden it looks like they got stung by a bee. <laughs> like come across my it's, face. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> or, or why do twenty-six-year-old uh, females get Botox? Uh, I don't. I don't get like what's wrong with having regular lips. I don't understand why do you have. There's to a look, lot of. I think just like a lot of pressure on women to look a certain way and you know hey if it makes you happy go for it it doesn't i I really don't care either way what people want to do right it's your body it's your canvas but uh but but yeah but i think there's just um you know trying to fit into a certain image i want to talk to rochelle about this okay yeah so and if let's hold the let's end this part of it because i I don't know where i don't even know where we're going yeah Yeah. we just how do we get here because bobby (laughs) wanted you to do the parody that's right and then i said baby got back and it turned into a stripper butt conversation but let's talk to rochelle because it's an interesting conversation i just don't think we're qualified to have the conversation without pissing people off butts in here we need some fake butts to talk about fake butts (laughs) put a wig on a fake but but rochelle's had that in her lips and like she would be the perfect person to talk to plus she wouldn't be uptight about it she's very open yeah she'd just be like she'd be very matter of fact it wouldn't bother her in the least yeah and i could just she's my wife so yeah and you're marrying yeah yeah i'll just i'll let her know tonight while we're uh, getting ready for bed 
Yeah. She's like, you know, putting on her creams and lotions and shit. And I'm like in my silk PJs. Is like, that, is that how it's going down? Yeah. yeah, like she'll be she'll be like off into the bathroom to like put lotion on her legs and shit. And I'll be like laying in the bed, watch her be like, hey, girl, why don't you, why don't you come over here with your husband? Give me some of that marital bliss. You know what I'm saying, baby? And she'll kind of like waddle that booty over like kind of. <laughs> See, my marriage with Annie is totally different. <laughs> In my marriage with Annie, she's setting up an acrobatic cage over their bed while, <laughs> okay. while I'm in the kitchen making meatballs for us. So, is that what it is? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah and, nice. a, and a, a Gucci's at work yeah. all day, so, oh, so she's, yeah, so I, she's I, running a nail empire, so I'm at home I'm, I'm, a, I'm at home doing podcasts and playing video games. So anyways, yeah, when she when she saunters over to, to the bed all lotioned up and slick and stuff, slides into the bed, that's when I'm going to say, like, hey, would you mind uh, talking about your ass on the podcast uh, maybe next week or sometime soon? And and I'm sure I can get her to do it. I'm pretty sure we can call her right now and just say, hey, can we talk about your ass? And she'll be like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you have to call the ass hotline for that. All right, well, let's work on that. I want Rochelle back on the show anyway. Yeah, man. I mean, it's almost been 20 shows. It's been It's been too long. I'm maybe having. We'll, maybe we'll bring her back for the 20th uh, episode. Our anniversary. 20th anniversary. <laughs> yeah, 20th anniversary. Is that special? Gonna we're gonna do extravaganza. You know, we should work on a 20th anniversary. All right, let's end the show on that note. Let's <laughs> let's go have lunch and talk about our 20th show. That gives us one more show and then the 20th to kind of come up with something. Yeah, something exciting, something big. And um, Josh, thanks for an amazing Spitfire this yeah, week. Man. I want to thank Pixie Ray for killing Bobby. And um, <laughs> no, it's true. Um, Bobby, great job as always. You got anything uh, you want to plug club wise? Well, of course. Uh, join us at Monroe's any any football day. By the way, if you're hanging out here, come hang out, watch football with us. Have, have you know, look at titties, and you could win two tickets <laughs> to Super Bowl Fifty Four, happening right here in Amazing. Miami on February second. Lifestyle we live. If and when people come to Miami, where can they find Josh behind the microphone? You can find me behind the mic at Playmates, located right in the heart of Miami in beautiful Coral Gables. And I'll be there every weekend, rocking the house, and right here on the Planet Platypus podcast. Playmates.com? Playmatesclub.com. Playmatesclub.com. Yeah. And uh, Tootsies, uh, not only do we have our Halloween bash with um, Angel Bo coming up just around the corner next week, but starting last night... The NBA season kicked off, and for the first time ever, Tootsies has the NBA pass, which means we feature every single NBA game all season long. Every day, no matter what market it's in, no matter what team, whoever your favorite team is, we've got the entire season of your favorite team at Tootsies on our Jumbotron you know, 4K, ridiculously huge uh, television screen. That thing's impressive. The club's impressive, and, and, and we just keep getting better and better every day as we approach uh, Super Bowl Sunday. I'm sorry, big game Sunday. <laughs> That's um, right. And uh, it's it's just it's an amazing time right now to be a Tootsie's fan, a Tootsie's family member. And congratulations to our employee of the month, Chris Guerin, who is uh, one of our sweepers and barbacks at the club. He's been there for about seven years. He's just a great all-around guy. That's our show for this week. Love you guys, and we'll see you next week for 19.
song we have landed on the planet It's been a long time, we should've never left us granted But we standing on the front line, prime for the sequel Part two will rock you, the voice of the people We had to take it back, shake it up and rearrange it The industry's evolving, now we rolling with the changes Black, Bobby, Mac, Josh, Brian, and Mary About to take over the planet, make some noise if you hear me